Hey, winner, what's happening? Thank you for pressing play, and welcome to episode number six of the 52 Wins Podcast. I'm excited you've chosen to listen to this episode. Thank you. Um, in this episode, I'll be talking about why is it important, why it is important for you to ask for help, why most people don't ask for help, and how you can go about asking for help without being or feeling needy. I'll also share with you at the end of the podcast episode, close to the end, some of my wins of the week, and I'll ask you for some help. So hang around. I'm Colin Yearwood, your host, and it's my goal to encourage you to be intentional about finding, creating, and celebrating more wins in your life. I would love to know what kind of wins you've created in your life in the past week or even today. Feel free to share them with me. You can email me at colin at colinyearwood.com. I would love to celebrate you. You can also share it on social media if you have. Just put the hashtag 52 wins. I'll search that hashtag, shout you out, and celebrate you. To me, that's one of the keys. When you create it, when you create wins in your life, allow other people to celebrate those wins along with you. You know, one of the ways you can also you one of the ways you can go about creating more wins is by asking for help. And if you allow yourself to get out of your own way, there's so many people out there that want to help you win. You know, a friend of mine, Diane Rowland, uh, posted in a group that we we're in earlier this week this statement, we don't get extra credit for doing it all by ourselves. So why not allow people in on our journey, allow them to be a resource to us so we can actually, and so you can actually get more of what is it you want. You know, it's my firm belief and it's been my experience that the overwhelming majority of people that I encounter actually want me to win. And I've experienced that over and over and over in my life. So the question is, why don't you ask for help? What's stopping you from asking for help to get unstuck, to move forward, to get the clarity, to start achieving more that you want to achieve? What's stopping you? Why don't you ask for help? I know for me, it had a lot to do with my ego. It had a lot to do with pride. It had a lot to do with self-image, how I saw myself, my obsession with how, uh, what I want, you know, what people would think of me. And later on, I realized a lot of that also had to do with fear of accountability because I was of the belief and still of the belief that if you ask someone for help, you actually have to act on <laughs> the advice or the resources or the help they actually give to you. So that fear of me, you know, questioning myself, will I be able to act on it? Those are some of the challenges that I had to work through to allow other people to help me, allow other people to allow to, to help me create wins in my life. What, what are some of the reasons that are stopping you? from asking for help. You know, some of the other reasons that may be stopping you could be the lack of trust, right? There's some people, some people have this, have a, you know, they've had situations where they really don't trust people. That, that may stop you from seeking out help. Um, having limited, limiting beliefs around the expectation of, you know, if I ask for help, they'll want something in return, you know, that quid pro quo kind of situation. Um, believe in the myth that we're self-made, right? There's a myth that goes around the internet that, oh, this person is self-made. And, you know, you going after that, mean, oh, I don't have to ask for help. I'll figure it out. It's a myth. No one is self-made. No one is self-made. Everyone had to have help as they go along their journey. So the sooner you're able to identify what what is stopping you from acting for help and 
truly being honest with yourself and say, hey, is my is for what I what I did with asking a question, is my desire um for my self-image bigger than the goals that I want to accomplish? And I realized no, the goals I wanted to accomplish is way bigger. So I had to let go of that. I had to let go of this pride that I knew it all, right? And admit to myself, you don't know it all. And and most people weren't judging me anyway. It was just me thinking other people were judging me. So when it became clear about, okay, is my goals the things that I want to accomplish? Are those things bigger than these fears, doubts, and insecurities that I had? And once I realized, yes, they were, I started working through those fears, doubts, and insecurities and seeking out the people that were waiting there to help me. So when you're able to identify what is stopping you from asking for help, that's the first first part of this process. Now you open yourself to working through that and allowing people to help you. Now, the other question that um, comes up with this, right? What is it costing you not to ask for help? What is not asking for help? What is that costing you? There's a cost associated with you not seeking out the resources you need in order to move forward. There's a cost that's that's associated with um, you choosing to be stuck. When you decide, and I believe it's a decision we make, when you decide not to ask for help, you're basically choosing to be stressed out. You're you're basically choosing to be overwhelmed. You've basically chosen to be stuck, not making progress or making slow progress, if any at all. You've chosen lack of results over whatever that reason is you're not seeking out help. So there's a huge cost that's affecting you and affecting us, right? Including, it, it definitely slowed my progress down. I, as I was going about building my, for me, the big help for me, I need the help that I needed in two areas. I was big on entrepreneurship and I didn't know it all. I thought I knew it all. And I wanted to figure it out all by myself. So when I started seeking help, um, when it came to creating an online business and figuring out how to do this full time, it became more of a reality for me. Prior to that, I was trying to do it all by myself, getting some results, but nothing significant. So what is it in your life? It doesn't have to be online business. Another area for me was my fitness, my health and fitness. I started it, but I, I along that journey, I continuously seek help, ask questions from people who were doing it or getting results that I, you know, people I see that was getting results. I was in, I was curious about what is it, what are they doing? What are you doing? You know, how are you doing that? What is it you're eating? Right? That was my health and fitness journey. The same thing, and if you're looking back to my career, or you know, even as a parent, at times I thought I knew it all, but then I see other parents doing other things. I think, you know, let me ask them: What are they doing? Are they going through this? How could they help me? So when you figure out what is it costing you not to, you know, not to ask for help, that might be another thing that pushes you over. It costs you a lot of time. When you're not asking for help, you're spending more time worrying, getting overwhelmed, trying to figure something out that someone else already have the answer to that they're more than willing to share with you. You know, spending all that time figuring out actually reduces it reduces your, your you know, it slows down your chance of success. 
not asking for help costs costs you financially. You know, because because when you're stressed out and you're overwhelmed, you're not you're not able to focus on how you can improve your finances or better manage your finances. When you're stressed out and overwhelmed, you're just spinning your wheels. So the cost of not asking for help could be, you know, could really, you know, I was going to say rack up, right? But it could be very expensive not to ask for help. As you can see, not asking for help could definitely set you back in your life. And when you're, when, when you're in a place where you feel you're not making progress, it just becomes worse. Or is that only me? When you're in that place where you feel you're not making progress, that's the sign that you need to ask for help. You need to seek out people to help. In podcast episode four, I think it is, I spoke about, I shared how to find the right people to hang around. You know, I think the title of the podcast episode was The Company You Keep. So that might be a place to start, right? Looking, looking at the people who are in those three categories that I described in that in podcast episode four, which of those people you can ask for help. Now, how to go about asking for help? There's some things you can do that I've done, and I'll share I'll share some things I have done that have opened me up to a world of abundance, a world of people that <laughs> were willing to show me a way that was faster, show me a way that was more efficient, show me a way that I didn't even think about when it came to different things that I was stuck on. And one of the things that I've done that's really opened up people to helping me was stop giving generic answers to greetings. So hear me out here. A lot of times people, you'll meet someone, right? And then they'll say, hey, how are you doing today? And get, what, is your, what is your generic answer? Oh, I'm doing great. And then we move on, right? But is it true that you're doing great? I know for me, I'm not doing great all the time. There's always things I'm working on getting better at. There's some challenges I may be experiencing. So a while back, I started doing this. When someone asked me, "How you? Hey, how are you doing today?" I would tell the truth. Hey, I'm I'm doing I'm doing good, man. But you know what? Working over working on overcoming some challenges, or I'm doing great. But I'm getting better, you know, working and getting better in this area. And when I found I started doing that, people became curious about what is it, you know, what is it you're stuck with? What is, it, what is it you're working to overcome? What challenges you're having? And that sparked up a conversation. And I found a lot of times people were willing to volunteer their help because I told the truth. Now, do I do this to everyone I encounter? No, of course. You got to use your, you know, you got to use some judgment, but I do it most of the times. You know, when someone acts, I do it most of the times. Um, a lot of times I have conversations on Facebook Messenger, and I recently did this, but uh, two weeks ago, someone reached out to me and said, hey, how's things going? And I decide I'm going to tell them the truth. Things are going well in this and this area, but man, I'm having some challenges here. Guess what he did? Reach, you know, offer some help, offer some support, offer some encouragement. It helped me move a little bit closer over that challenge. So that's been something that's really helped me allow people to basically volunteer help. 
Tell the truth. Tell the truth about your situation. Hey, my health and fitness is going well, man, but kind of stuck at, at work. You don't have to force it. If the person is curious about you, if the person is interested in you, if the person feels they can serve you, they'll volunteer to help you. So that's something I've done. It's worked. It's allowed me to build deeper connections and deeper relationships with people. It also has allowed me to serve and help other people because now it, it opened them up to share in some of their challenges. And again, it may not be that instant transaction of, oh, I help you, you help me. No, we start to cultivate a relationship. And a lot of time, help comes through relationships. The second thing is being curious. And it goes a little bit along with what, what I talked about before, being curious. When you're curious, you're constantly asking questions and you're showing interest in other people, what they're doing, how they're feeling, what they're going through. And when you do that, a lot of people reciprocate. They show interest in you. And they ask, what are you going through? How are you doing? How are you feeling? And it creates a space where now they can help you. The more genuine you are when you're curious about people, the more genuine you'll get, you, the more genuine interactions you'll have, and the more genuine offers you'll, you're going to have when it comes to getting help. The next thing is stop deciding on how people will respond when you ask your help. I know I, w- I was guilty of this one. So I want to ask your help, but before I even ask someone for help, I start making up in my head a story what they're going to tell me. And usually when that happens, guess what we do? We do nothing. So stop making up that story in your head before you ask for help. Ask. Ask for help. You'll be surprised Again, how many people are willing to help you or point you in the right direction? Be be specific when you're making a request, when you're asking for help. Be specific, be flexible. You you know, um, an example of that is if you're asking, a lot of time people, a lot of time you're going through a, uh, a job search or you're looking for a resource. And the example I have here and I thought, thought about is a couple of years ago when I was in the traditional work work environment. I've been self-employed for about three years now, going on three years now. Um, I was looking for a job and I reached out to someone and I asked and I said, hey, I'm look, I would love to have a this specific job in your in your company. Um, are there any openings? And the person wasn't sure. But then I also said, hey, you know what? I'm also open to finding this kind of job in other companies. For me, it was a it was a more of a training role I was looking for. So I was like, "Hey, man, I would love to have a training. You know, do you guys have any training roles open in your company?" Um, he was in short, said, "But you know, keep in mind, if you hear anyone that's looking for a corporate trainer or something like that in any other company, just keep me in mind." So I was asking for specific requests, but also being flexible, giving him options of just keeping me top of mind if those other opportunities present themselves. Now, the other thing you can do when you're asking for help is practice. Practice asking for help. Practice asking for small things. I'll share with you an example for me this week. On Monday, I went to the Gaylord Resort here in Nashville to pick up something for a friend. Um, And as I was leaving, I saw these people hanging around in like uh, these KFC Beyond Me t-shirts. And I just walked up to them and said, hey, man, that's a nice t-shirt. I would love to have one. 
yeah, it's a nice t-shirt. I, I like wearing t-shirts, especially when they're free. Um, <laughs> and let's walk with that. I, I, hey, that's a nice t-shirt. What do you guys do? Actually, that's my, 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 my whole thing was, hey, what, that's a nice t-shirt. What do you guys do? And then they told me they were in Nashville for um, KFC's doing uh, an expanded test on the Beyond Meat chicken. Uh, this, this is going to be a rabbit hole. But KFC have a product that is not chicken, uh, but tastes like chicken. It's called Beyond Meat. I actually tried it. It was okay. But the point of it, I went up to these guys, hey, nice shirt. Where can I get one? You know, what are you doing? How can I get a shirt? They weren't able to give me a shirt because it was only for employees. But then they told me about, yeah, hey, you know, they're testing Beyond Meat in the Nashville market. Guess what I did? I asked, hey, do you guys have any coupons? I can try it out. And they gave me a $5 coupon. That's a small axe. There was no attachment to it. I practice axing all the time. I practice making these small acts of people. You know, someone reach out to me about something or I see someone doing something. Hey, where did you get that? How can I get a copy of that book? Where did you buy the book? I practice axing, making small acts. And it becomes natural for you to then axe when you want something bigger. It takes a lot of courage to ask for help, but if you're truly committed to improving and changing your situation, you'll be courageous enough to ask for help. Go get over yourself and ask for help. Now, if you want to get even more help from people, here's a couple of the thing. Here's a couple of things that you have that I'd recommend that you do. <laughs> a lot of times, people ask for help and you offer the help, but you never hear from them again. One of the things you, 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 you must do, and this is something I've really embraced in the last couple of years, is show my appreciation and gratitude for those that helped me out. I go out of my way to let, let them know, hey, thank you. Not initially when they offer the help, of course you do it. But I make sure I go out and I follow the advice. I act on the help or the advice or the resource or the tools that they offer me. And then get back to them and say, hey, thanks, man. I tried that. It worked. Or I tried that. It didn't really work for me, but I learned this. So my number one is your willingness to actually act on the help, act on the advice that you receive. Number two is being um, intentional about being appreciative and sharing that appreciation with those people that help you. By doing those, couple, those little two things, those two little things, kind of reverse those words, you'll find yourself getting more... You'll find yourself showing up in places where more people would want to help you, but also it will give you that courage to ask for more help because you know you're going to follow through. You know how great it feels to share your appreciation and gratitude when someone helps you. So let's let's recap. Asking for help definitely will help you create more wins in your life, right? But for that to happen, you have to get over yourself. You have to focus on the changes that you want. You got to act courageously and boldly. And by doing these things, you'll be able to create more of the kind of wins that you want in your life. So you'll be able to create more, more of more of the progress that you desire to have. And don't forget, when you create those wins, make sure you celebrate them. And celebrate the, celebrate the wins of everyone who helps you, have helped you along the way. You know, no one is self-made. A lot of times we forget the people along the journey who's helped us out because they may not be present right now in our mind. But celebrate your wins 
with the people who've helped you along the way. So now it's your turn. I have a little short exercise here for you that would help prompt you to seek out help if you need it. So I'm going to ask you two questions. Just focus on the first thing that comes to your mind. The first thought that comes to your mind after I ask you both of these questions, each, after each question, the first thought that comes to your mind, focus on that. So first question, what could you use some help with today? Great. Who can you ask for help with that thing? Perfect. Now you know exactly what you need some help with today. You know who you can ask. Go and ask that person. After the podcast, of course. <laughs> send them a text. Give them a call. Send them a message on social media. Say, hey, I thought about you today. I got something I want to ask you. Could you help me with this? Or even blame me. Say, man, I listened to that podcast today. It really got me excited about asking for some help. And I thought you could help me with this. Let me know how that go. I know it works. I know it works. You'll just be surprised that person was waiting for you to give them a call, reach out to them because they're excited about helping you. They're just excited about helping you. If, if you. if you think there's something I can help you with, I would love to help you with it. Send me an email, colin at colinyearwood.com. C-O-L-I-N at C-O-L-I-N-Y-E-A-R-W-O-O-D.com. I know, here's my promise. If I can help you, I definitely will help you. If I can't help you, I will point you in the right direction. Either introduce you to someone who can or share with you a resource that will help you move forward. That's something I love, love, love doing. Let's talk about my big wins of the week. <laughs> so it's been a good week. You know, move life moved forward in a positive way. And my wins this week is all related to my health and fitness journey. Actually, we're recording this on February 8th of 2020. And it's about exactly to one year, actually not one year, nine years from when I started my health and wellness journey. In 2011, I think it was February 6th, I went to the doctor and my health and wellness journey started that day. And nine years I've been at it. There've been up and down, ups and downs, but there's been some really cool wins and some lifelong wins that I've been enjoying every day of my life. So I've recommitted myself this week to a 100-day fitness challenge that was started by one of my friends, Leslie Samuel, from over at become becomeablogger.com. And I'm committed to working out or actively working out or being intentional about being active every day for the next 100 days. I've been pretty good so far this year. I've been I've walked every day this year prior to starting this challenge, but I'm excited about the 100-day fitness challenge. The hashtag we're using is 100-day fitness. You can check us out there. Feel free to reach out to me if you want to join. And by the way, you can join today, and it will be your day one. <laughs> it doesn't take a specific day to start. You, you can start your fitness journey anytime. You can start a challenge anytime. Today is your day one. So Shout out to Leslie for putting together that 100-day fitness challenge. I'm super excited about it. Seven days in, and I've been loving it. Um, next person, the next thing, the next win of the week, I've, I've committed myself to drinking green smoothies first thing in the morning. For the last couple of years, I've been hearing about the benefits of drinking green smoothies. And um, Rudy Rodriguez, someone that he runs a coaching and sales company uh, called Wingman, 
and I work with him and he's been such a positive influence on me when it comes to health and fitness and processes, right? So Rudy's been a big proponent of the uh, green smoothies. I spent some time with him last fall in Miami, drank it every day I was out there. And you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to give this a go again. So I'm committed to drinking a green smoothie every day. Um, every morning it's my first meal, thanks to Rudy. Um, and I also along that line, I have also recommitted, I recommitted, I've committed to eating more non-meat meals, which has been easy for me. I've, eat, I've enjoyed eating a lot of beans and vegetables over the last couple of months. But a lot of that, um, that commitment to being intentional about eating a lot of non-meat meals, is came, you know, it comes to me from the prompting from my brother, uh, Wayne. Um, he's been on that journey for a couple of years now, and the guy's in the best shape I've ever seen him in. Um, very influential in my life. And I love that he drips on you in a way that he doesn't force what he's doing onto you. He's just there as a massive example of, look, this is what it's done for me. Here, you know, here's what I think you should try. So I really appreciate him on that. So my three big wins of the week is getting on the 100-day fitness journey, start drinking smoothies every morning as my first meal, and committing to eating more non-meat meals. No, I'm not a vegan. But I'm always open to trying something different um, and looking at different options to improve my health, improve my fitness um, as I go along this journey. want to shout out one of my good friends, man. He's been an inspiration for me, um, Nicholas Lau. Um, Nicholas has actually walked 110 days in a row. And not, not only walked 110 days in a row, but he's made sure he's gotten over 10,000 steps each of those days. He's done a great job at his weight loss journey. He's been really a cool person to look and see, hey, man, way to go with your journey. I appreciate it. And it's inspiration for me as I continue my health and fitness journey. So those are my big wins of the week. And it all, go, it all goes back to having those positive people in your life, in your circle. Check out episode four. I talk about that in there. So what are your wins of the week? I would love to know what your wins are. I want to celebrate you. I want to celebrate your wins. Shoot me an email if you want, Colin at ColinYearwood.com, or you can share it on social media, put hashtag 52 wins. I'd love to know what kind of wins you've had. Um, if any of your wins, someone inspired you or encouraged you that helped you achieve that win, shout them out, celebrate them, reach out to them and tell them, hey, you were influential in making that happen. You'll be surprised how they'd want to help you even more. <laughs> Before I go, I want to ask you for some help. How about that? <laughs> Talking about podcasts about help. I'm, I'm going to ask your help. Yeah. So if you've enjoyed this podcast or enjoyed this episode, do me a favor. Share it with one person. I would love for this podcast to reach even more people. So share it with one person. Also, to, also to help me um, get this podcast out to even more people, the big favor is if you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a review. And when you do that, um, the algorithms and all that magic that Apple provides allows the podcast to be seen or presented to more people as a recommendation. So go over there and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to it. Those are the two acts I have for you. Share, with, share the podcast episode with one person and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It will allow me to allow this podcast to reach more people and allow me to help even more people intentionally create, find, create, and celebrate more wins in their lives. 
thanks in advance. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you listening all the way through. I appreciate you leaving a review. appreciate you sharing it. I really, really am grateful for you taking the time, 28 minutes, to hear me share this message with you. Until next time, go out there and create more amazing wins in your life, my friend. Talk to you later. Take care. So um, I don't know if you heard the cracking in the background. I got to get a better chair. So that was one 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 thing that was happening in the background there. Um, <laughs> but thanks for listening all the way through. Take care.